This is the Wealth Game Podcast, where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. We're going to cover a, a quick example of what it looks like if you convert your IRA or your 401k, and these are the traditional plans, what it looks like if you convert that over to a Roth version of those plans. In the last episode, we talked about the taxation or really the benefit up front of a traditional versus a Roth 401k. You should listen to that and understand what each of those account means. And now we'll go over a, a specific example of converting your IRA or 401k into a Roth and when that might make sense and when it might not make sense. You've got to understand what happens to your taxes when you do that, though. So first off, let's, and I'm always just throwing out kind of random examples, but let's say you've got $100,000 in a traditional IRA plan, and you want to know what it looks like if you have that in a Roth, uh, a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k plan. So that $100,000, and then we're in the tax year 2022, uh, let's say you just you just went and did it. You did the conversion what would that look like on your tax return? So in 2022, you would report $100,000 of income because of that conversion. They would act, your brokerage or wherever you're holding those funds, they would actually report that income to you. That conversion would show up as income as if you withdrew that money. There wouldn't be a penalty on it, but on that $100,000 conversion, you would pay tax on that $100,000. So depending on your tax rate, and, on that, and again, I'll throw out a random example. Let's say you are at $100,000 of, of income for you and your spouse already. Say your W-2s add up to $100,000. On your tax return for 2022, we would need to add another $100,000 of taxable income. At that rate, you would pay, it'd be about 22% federal. And, a, and depending on your state, but I'll just say it's about a 5% state tax bracket. So you'd pay about 27% of income tax on that conversion. So you'd have a $100,000 conversion and they might withhold taxes or you'd probably have that option to withhold taxes in the conversion. But if not, you should expect to owe about two or about $27,000 on that $100,000 conversion. It'd be $22,000 federal because you're in the 22% tax bracket in 5% state, it'd be $5,000. So that's how we get to the $27,000 total. Some strategy related or that kind of revolves around that is if you're in a low tax bracket year, or a low a low income year when you're in when you're in those lower tax brackets, that would be a year to do the conversion. If you're say you had zero for whatever reason, you had zero income in the year, and you withdrew or did the conversion of $100,000, that $100,000 conversion would be your only income for the year. And there's the standard deduction, which would be about $25,000 that you don't pay tax on. And you would be in those lower brackets. So you'd be, you'd be paying closer to a 12% federal rate, 5% state. So you might pay 17% on that conversion if you had no other income for the year. So in the low income years, it might make sense to do a conversion. If you're in a high income year, say you're at $350,000 of your W-2 wages and you do the conversion then, then you'd be closer to, you'd probably be paying about 40% of, of taxes on that. So you'd withdraw a hundred or convert a hundred thousand to a Roth 
about $40,000 of that 100 would go towards taxes. So understand the amount of tax and the timing of it. You've got to kind of be involved in that strategy. And I wouldn't just go do it. Make sure you run the numbers first and understand the impact to help you with the timing of it. Um, but then, so that's the downside. The taxes on the conversion is the downside, of course. And there is some strategy on the timing when you do that. But now, once you understand that, now you can compare that to the upside. Like, what are the pros? What are the positive things? Uh, what can come, what good can come out of that Roth conversion? So here's, this calculation is also a little complicated and it's hard to just kind of come up with a one size fits all solution. But when you do that conversion, so let's say you, you convert the $100,000. And let's just, let's, we'll just round it and say you have uh, $25,000 of taxes because of that, depending on your rate or whatever. So now you have $75,000 of after-tax, well, of Roth funds sitting in your Roth account because you had taxes withheld on the conversion. So you start with $75,000. So on day one, what is the comparison? Like whether it was a good idea or not. Day one, you're $25,000 down. So on day one, it wasn't a great idea. Well, it was just looking at it on the snapshot on that day. It wasn't great so far. What happens though is in the future because the longer or the benefit comes from the future and the growth because the longer that money is in the Roth, that $75,000, the longer that it's in there and the long, the more time that it has to grow, that's where the benefit comes. Because when you in retirement, when you withdraw the money from the Roth account, you are not paying tax on any of that. You're not paying tax on the $75,000 that's in there. And you're not paying tax on any of the growth over the years and years and years of growth. You're not going to pay tax on any of that. Whereas if it would have been left in a, an IRA account, a regular one, traditional, you would have paid tax on all of that future growth. So a quick example, let's just say you've got, so you've got the $75,000 in there. And let's say you grow that seven, I think what is the long-term average is, is what? 8% or whatever on the traditional investment accounts. So you have $75,000 times 1.08. So on year two, you're in 80, $81,000. And then year three, you times it again by 8%, you're 87. So after three years, you're still down. Year four, you're at $95,000. Year five you're at $102,000. So it takes five years for you to recover from the tax hit. So as long as you're in, in this example, my recommendation would be as long as your money is sitting in that account, at least five years, the Roth account, as long as it's in there at least five years, then it would be worth that conversion. Because now in year six, we'll just do it one more time. Year six, you're at $110,000 value in your, your Roth account. But as you pull money out of that, the $110,000, you are not paying tax on any of that. So your value is higher and now you're not paying tax. And so if you if you pulled, if it push that out 30 years, so if you're younger, say you're in your 20s, 30s, or 40s, I, I think Roth conversions make sense. And, and I know if you're in a really high bracket, maybe not, but you're in those medium to lower brackets, I think it makes sense. <clears throat> to get all your retirement plans into a Roth. <clears throat> but say you're say you're five years away from retirement or a couple years away from retirement, it might not make sense. 
But it, but at the same time, it might because you could be, say, your first 10 years of retirement, you're planning on drawing withdrawing from certain retirement funds or you don't need those funds immediately and you plan to leave them in there for 10 years, then it could make sense. So my just really rough rule of thumb, I'm usually telling people, if you if you can have your funds in there for seven or eight years, if you don't need to touch them for seven or eight years, then I think you can recover with your your growth and your investment accounts. You can recover from the initial tax hit on that Roth conversion. And again, that's a really rough rough rule of thumb, but I do like Roth, Roth conversions in a few examples when you're younger, when you have years for it to grow. And again, if you've got those seven or eight, seven or eight years for it to grow, grow. But just understand the tax differences between those accounts. And I really think it can help you grow your wealth and save on your taxes. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode. For specific topic requests or questions to be covered, please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com.